Welcome to the Author's Porch, where every good conversation happens. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride from author to author. We want to give you an experience where you learn and enjoy the conversation. Authors tell you about their journey, you learn about new books, and at the end of the day, you go home with a smile on your face because the Author's Porch is a beacon of light bringing you home to the family you never knew you had. We hope that you enjoy the show. Hey everybody, welcome to the Author's Porch where every great conversation happens. We are super excited to be back and we are also blessed and favored to have BH, Beatrice, I knew I, Beatrice Adenoti here with us tonight, the author of Mindless Behaviors. How are you doing, Beatrice? I'm doing good, CJ. How are you? I'm good. A little bit nervous because it's been like three or four months since we've had the show. So oh, I'm really? so excited I get to... It has, because I took a, a little bit of a hiatus or a sabbatical, as you would say, but I found it very fitting to have you on the show when I talked with um, your agent. I thought this would be great to bring the show back with this author, this topic, this phenomenal human being, because when I read your bio and the things that you're doing out there in the world, I, I was like, this is great. This is absolutely fantastic. So I don't want to tell the audience too much about you because I want them to hear it in your world, in your own words, what mindless behaviors are. Because when I started looking it up, I was like, oh, yeah, I've got them. <laughs> so can you share with us the topic itself, mindless behaviors? So mindless behaviors, um, there's two types. So of course, there's the social initiative, that uh, which is a, a social experiential platform that raises awareness about the different behaviors that keeps us stuck. And the other definition is mindless behaviors. I call it micro issues of oppression. The different behaviors that we do on a regular basis that we're unaware of and it starts like a seed and it manifests into something really big. And, you know, we get to the end of it when things come up and where we stuck, we're like, where, how did I get here? And sometimes it's stuff that we overlook that might seem very micro, but it actually manifests into something really big. And what it does, what it does, it reaps havoc and like it could just put us in these different traumatic um, situations that is unfavorable and unhealthy. And we do have like a lot of mindless behaviors in our, between our relationships, between the social structures, the education system, the government, and we've been conditioned to be like this. So like, you know, I always say, let's have grace with ourselves <laughs> and like start to just become aware. Yeah, absolutely. Now, I read in your bio that you're Nigerian American immigrant. Yeah. So I'm at what age did you were you born here or did you come over here at a certain age? I was born here. I was born okay. and raised in Louisiana. Mm -hmm. Okay. So were, was it 
Go ahead. Sorry. Oh no, no. My parents are first generation. I'm I'm the first generation. My parents came here from Nigeria. Yeah. Okay. Now, were there things? Um, and I love talking this topic when you talk about mindless behaviors, and you and I talk with people who immigrated to the United States at a certain age. And now, did, did your parents have this conversation with you a lot? about the things that they saw between when they came to the United States versus when they lived in another country, the difference in behaviors and thought processes and and how um, people from other countries versus the United States act and react to different social norms. They did not, it's more of like, you know, there there's more of like, hey, there's a lot of opportunities here in America versus in mm-hmm. in Africa that they're more there are more there's a lot of challenges. So the the situation, the environments are more constantly in survival mode. Granted, is a different survival mode here. Um, I they compare it to almost like being the same but in different situations, right? So like, you know, you know, you don't have nothing <laughs> when you're uh, Africa versus here. It's almost like you're living to pay bills. So it's almost like this cycle. So there is like multiple difference in everything like that. And it's not what it's not until you come here that you realize that there's another type of poverty and there's another type of like um, there's another type of environment that is like keeping you in that, in this like world. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Now my, my son recently just came back from New York where he was visiting his uh, side of the family. So we talked about this before we came live where my, my children's last name is African descent. And he was visiting his um, side of the family that is from Kenya. So that's where he was um, for a week of, was he up there a week or two weeks? I can't remember. But he was visiting that side of the family. And um, I can't wait for him to go and be able to visit the country of his his lineage. Because it's fascinating to me, all the different places. I personally would love one day to get uh, a master's degree in um, social psychology as well as cultural anthropology. Because it's so when they said mindless behaviors, I was like, oh, yes, please, let's talk about it. But that's not <laughs> all that you do as well. So you wrote the book about mindless behaviors and, and how it affects our society and the different things that we do. But you do so much more um, than just that. You also focus on you. You're well sought out in the business world as well. Um, because of this topic and because of many other things you do. Do you want to speak a little bit about that and how you utilize the topic of mindless behaviors to help you in the business world? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I've been in experiential marketing for God, almost 20 years, over 20 years now. And experiential is more, you know, just experience more of like event marketing, but there's so much to it like a lot of people think oh is you just make you just going to events promoting no like one day you're an hr person other day you're running regions another day there there's just so many hats that you wear and through the years i just 
I gathered a lot of skills from that. And I love this industry because of the variety and the way you can even be creative and innovative and how creative even humans are. But one of the things I noticed is through, um, through, growing, through growing in the industry, a lot of people ask me for business ideas and like different strategies, how you do things. And I started to like start to see patterns, not only in my personal life and my family, but even at work on how people behave because marketing is about creating behaviors and building relationships. So in order to get people, in order to get people's attention, you got three to five seconds. So I need to figure out, it's almost connecting the dots, figuring out, um, figuring out what will appeal to, uh, what will appeal to an average person. And not only that, even presenting in a way that they're interesting, interested to. So what I did is I even gone a step deeper and it's kind of unconscious. I've always been a critical thinker and a, um, like analyst. So I've right. always, okay, why do people do what they do? Yeah, like, that's why I got a psychology degree because I was like, I gotta know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I gotta know how things work and systems work. That's why I'm more I'm a business consultant and I um, also consult small business and entrepreneurs about marketing tactics and strategies. And how I use mindless behaviors is I help my clients move from reactive to reflective by not only becoming better problem solvers, but by um, building plans that produce results. So a lot of it is about not being so like in a hurry to react to your business, but being um, being more like let's step back and really put something together that makes sense and that is sustainable. So I use it. Um, a lot of my framework is like the mindless behaviors framework within yeah. my whole entity. So wow, that's fascinating. How do you recognize a mindless behavior? Like, how do you know that it's just something that somebody's doing out of habitual, you know, something that they become a habit? You can actually observe people on the, the tone, on how they say things, how they move, and even the emotions that they, um, even emotions that they even like um, showcase right, right in front of you. And to me, it's just so it's easy to pick up. And then as you get to learn about them, you start to figure out, okay, so that's a pattern. Let's connect the dots. So I connect the dots fast. Like, okay, she did the, she and he, or he did this. Mean that that did that. I can see how that outcome happened because people don't, you see when you're, we're highly unaware of what we do. And so like, sometimes it's kind of like, you can, it's easy for me to catch it. For example, like the mask we wear, I can tell when somebody is wearing a face. Like, okay, they don't, they're uncomfortable in front of you. They're uncomfortable uh, to you and they're presenting something that they present a person that they're really not. So mm -hmm. we do it so much that like, it's almost like who I start to lean into the curiosity. Who is this person really? Why yeah. are they doing it? Yeah. So. Yeah. So, okay. So 
Have I presented any mindless behaviors or am I wearing a mask? I have to ask and I'm an open book. So go ahead and go ahead and blow me out. If you've seen any, blow me out. Go ahead. <laughs> I have not yet. So, okay. I mean, we start having the conversation. It's like talking about me right now. So I like I would have to ask for a ton of questions. Like I said, I said, blow me out. But then inside, I was like, oh, God, I'm shaking inside. <laughs> I won't do that. <laughs> so, so you'd have to, you have to be on basically like the, I guess the host side in order to um, talk to the individual and see them move, see them react and stuff like yeah. that to, to be able to pick up on those little cues, kind of tweaks and stuff with their facial movements. Okay. That makes sense. Um, so I was getting some information from your agent and they, they asked me to ask, what is the invisible book? The invisible book. Oh, fun. This is the fun one. So when we, <laughs> you see, we were conditioned to be a certain way. And when we, as growing up, we've been handing a, uh, invisible book, meaning that like, when you grow up, we go to school. You're, you're basically born into this family. And then you have all these traditions, all these different backgrounds. And then you uh, once you finish school, you're a go-to, you go, you go to college, and then you, you get married, and then so forth, so on, right? And the thing is that like, people say you can create the life you want, you can do whatever you want. And then, but within these terms, so like, and so people are, so the thing is, it's almost like there is a life that I feel that is projected onto us. And there's a life that we are scratching to become because, and like the thing is, there's like this, this and there's us in the middle trying to find our path in our way. And I feel like, you know, the more, the more that you, you the more that you steer away from that book the more of a black sheep you become so and i feel like a lot of people the the, the unawareness come from living within that invisible book that we've been all been given and it's what we inherited from where we were born and what we grew up with and what we were conditioned that's powerful. Like I got chills because I I resonate with that a lot, and I understand, and I know a lot of people that do, and, it, and especially in the author world. Like I work with a lot of authors. I talk to authors all day long, and that is something that they they resonate with a lot. So I think a lot of authors who are going to watch this show are going to understand that invisible book and. When you, when you said you're clawing, <laughs> I was like, oh, man, don't I know that? Because, you know, the, the conditioning is, is, is real when you're, when you're growing up and how society, you have to fit into this bubble. Is it something that you could easily overcome or is it something that it takes years to work on and if you do you have to have it pointed out or do you think that we can figure it out ourselves these mindless behaviors 
I feel like there has to be, I feel like to be honest, there has to be a seed. And I feel like a lot of, um, a lot of people, a lot of breakthroughs happen through extreme trauma. It's crazy. Like, it's almost like you're in this moment of like shaking and you're crying and you're breaking down. And it's almost like I've been here before. I cannot believe it. You beat yourself up and then you're like, and then all of a sudden you surrender. And you're like, wait, I do do this. I do do that. So it's almost like sometimes it gets to that point or there are other times that you just could just pick up a book like mine and let it be a seed. And then you um, literally had to just become aware and like reading it, reading my book or even like listening to someone can even spark that in moments. And all of a sudden you're, you're, you can shift your life at any moment. I don't think it takes years. I think it just take it takes just being a little bit more introspective and becoming aware because once you become aware, you don't go back. That's <laughs> you true. You need to go back. Once those eyes are open, well, it's hard to go back to sleep. Yeah. With you. We've got some people uh, joining us tonight, and I'm just going to pop them on the screen so we can say okay. hello to them and get some comments from the audience, if that's okay with you. Yes, definitely. Awesome. We have Elizabeth Johnson who says, good evening, ladies. She's coming from um, Florida. She's in Palm Bay City, Florida, with Playtime Multimedia and Publishing there. We've got a Facebook user. <laughs> Sometimes we don't get to see their names, but we'll no. see when, when you go back through the author's porch page, you'll be able to see their names. Sometimes yeah, name. on the stream yard, yeah. We've got Joanne Angelberry Cologne out of New York. She is a spiritual guide and a spiritual healer. Hey, Joanne. And then we have another Facebook user who says, hey there, this is such a provocative topic. I agree with Ooh. you. It's a very provocative topic. One that definitely opens up your mind and your heart to say, you know what? Look in the mirror and start looking. Like, start paying attention. Mm -hmm. And now um, we've got Granny Lisa Craft. Hello, Granny Lisa Craft. It's so nice to see you. <laughs> now, um, Beatrice, your book, does it talk specifically how to identify these mindless behaviors? It it gives, through storytelling, it gives specific behaviors. Um one of the things is I want people to have their own experience. So this is not a how-to book. This is all, it's almost like shifting perspective and like shifting like the reality of viewing a situation. And these seven behaviors, just a million mindless behaviors. But I just picked a seven that basically is really highly relatable and practical that people could really understand. It does give you what I do is it's easy to follow. So I do give you the narrative, um, the short, the story, why this behavior happened, some tips on like what uh, what caused this situation, what caused this conflict, and how could we how could we potentially learn lessons from it? So it is a book that does flow three. So I like to basically bring people full circle, especially when I'm using parables. Yeah, I love that. 
And we've got someone here who says, don't play poker with Beatrice. I won't play poker with her. <laughs> she, I mean, when I asked her, you know, to to see if there was any mindless behaviors and am I wearing a mask? At first, she was like, "Well, I haven't, you know, been able to ask you enough questions." And then I saw her like dive in. I was like, "Oh snap!" <laughs> <So I laughs> that's for sure. Uh, and then Granny Lisa Craft says, "Broken child, then rebellion, then the black sheep." Ab yep. Yep. So now my question, do you do you do counseling with people to work through these mindless behaviors as well as helping them understand how to take that mask off and start to live their true selves? Do you work through, maybe not counseling, but um, coaching, I guess you would say. Do you do I, those types of things? I do do it, and I actually create simulations. So I have okay. one coming up in October. Um, it's called baggage claim. So it's almost like, yeah, it's like unraveling, you know, what we do is carry different emotional, different types of baggage. People always say like kids are baggage. That's not a baggage. Actually, the emotional, the mental, the physical, the pain, the trauma. And what we do is bring that baggage to the next relationship, the next situation or even, um, even workplace. Right. And so what we do is kind of like we bleed trauma on people. We I call it trauma bleeding. We kind of like vomit on people and say, get up. Like, it's almost like somebody beating you up and saying, get up, get up. Like, you know, why are you, why are you, why are you hanging on the ground? I mean, you just beat me up, right? So we tend to have these baggages, which is unconscious, that we basically bring to the next relationship, beat the person up and figure out, oh, well, wait. I'm here again. I'm in the same situation. And it's almost like it's a circular thought pattern is a circular emotion. So we want to evolve our world from that. Right. So I do do a lot of like coaching. I'm a hybrid between a coaching and a consultant within my business tactics. And I do have like I do do some in my um, some like one on ones, but I like the group ones better yeah. too. So yeah. yeah, and the event is like, like local here, but I am I'm looking to try to see what I can do an online one, but it's kind of hard. Yeah, especially when you want to create a simulation. Yeah, it, it can be. They just need to clone you, Beatrice, because this is a very fascinating topic, multifaceted, because people need it personally, and it's so needed in a professional aspect as well. And you just need to, you need to train people on how to do what you do so that you can capitalize on that. You need to coin it. You need to trademark it. You need to do all of that stuff and, and make Actually, sure that. Are you, you trademarked? It's okay. all trademarked. It's all reserved. I have a Thriving Minds program that is actually, that actually is this. So um, I haven't trained anyone yet. That's kind of like the next step is to train the trainer and train them yeah. on the tools on how to do it. So it's a, um, it's a different mindset. It's really, and it's a really good then, rewarding work, yeah. And then train the therapists, train the psychologists and the therapists and, and stuff like that, because those are the ones that people are going to talk to and as well. So train all of them and then the, the in-school counselors and all of them. So <laughs> like, no, I'm just going all over the place. 
Yeah, you see the thing, um, that's a very interesting thing that you say is almost like, would they listen to me that be because I don't have a psychology degree? Like, it's almost like, are we that institutionalized that we would be not they open will if you have to results? Pardon me? That they will if you have results. Show mm. them the results. Empirical evidence. Show them empirical scientific evidence. All that other stuff goes out the window. Scientists love scientific evidence. Show them scientific evidence. Give them the, you know, this is a control group. This is this group. And show them the results. And like Flynn. <laughs> like fire. Yeah. Yeah. You give me something to yeah. think about. That's another approach. You know, and, and I love that we're getting into this world now. And that's another mindless behavior. You're absolutely right. We're, we are so institutionalized that where's your degree? Where's your degree? Where's your degree? But that's another behavior that is that, that paradigm, that way of thinking is starting to change a little bit where it's no longer where is the degree. It's we are becoming more of a results based society which I absolutely love because I don't care what piece of paper you have hanging on your wall. I want to see your results. Show me the results of yeah. what you do. Show me the action. Show me the connection. And when I connect and when I see that what everything that you have is boom, wonderful. I'm in like, I love it all. So I love, um, yeah. I think it's a beautiful concept, mindless behaviors. You know, I watched a show, and I don't know if you've ever seen it. it um, it's this guy, he watches the micro expressions of a person's face, and he would literally be able to tell you everything about it. They would catch killers and stuff, because I used to watch all those types of shows, and it was fascinating, so. Yeah, they were, yeah. They, I, I used to watch those shows too. They were really fascinating. So what is the next steps for Beatrice after the book is written, you have your platform and the business that is thriving, the groups that you're, you're training, you're teaching people how to understand and go to the next level with themselves, with their businesses. What is the next steps? So that is actually really more of training. Actually, I was talking about the next step, more training, more of like spreading the word out. Um, train a trainer, but like doing more group sessions and like my goal is to make this like a standard and within yeah. the education institute um, institutions and also in the industry of like, you know, social connection and even more of the the emotional intelligence world of like how to even be and how to even cope with a lot of life because I feel like we have not been taught practically how to cope. It just seems like school was a little bit more of a joke yep. to me. So there is like, I feel like you're, we are learning by trial and error. And by the way, like these visible, like I said, again, the invisible book that we carry with us is, mm -hmm. is plagued with things that worked for generations before us. But now yeah. we're evolving. And the more we evolve, the more we can't be learning the Stone Age tactics. We have to evolve with it, with, yeah. uh, with the times as well. Yeah, I love that. Now, 
if we could just evolve, you, you can't teach the same thing over and over and over and expect it never to change. I mean, human bodies changed with evolution. Uh, you know, the earth is changing with evolution. Our brains, the way that it thinks, the snaps, everything changes with evolution. Guess what? Our education has to change. That's evolution. Yes. Right. And you're on the forefront of that. And that's that's what's fascinating. That's what's exciting. I get excited when I get when I have the ability to talk to people that's on the forefront of changing different educational tactics and methods. And that's that's fascinating. And I'd love to see this in schools of uh, thought as well as counseling and stuff like that, because that would be absolutely phenomenal. So Beatrice, I've had a great conversation here, but I want everyone to know where they can reach you, get in touch with you, grab a copy of your book, because I think that they should all read it and be on the forefront of this educational phenomenon that could reach very high places in the world. Yeah, so they can, um, everyone can go to mindless-behaviors.com and backslash the, or slash the book. And then you can, it usually just pop up. You can definitely get the book there. And also you can, um, you can also get it on Amazon and it's on like different on Kindle and soon to be soon, like later this fall, I will have an audiobook version. So it's going to be fun, exciting, good time, yeah. but it's getting there. So that's coming out later, later on this year. So, but right now you can get the book at mindless-behaviors.com on Amazon and like the different um, Barnes and Noble, all the, the retail, online retail. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for being here and bringing this concept into fruition in the world because I believe it's so needed. And I think a lot of people, if they work with you in the business world, I think that they, they're going to be able to take their businesses very far if they start to understand what they're missing. Um, you guys get a hold of Beatrice at mindless-behaviors.com. Make sure you grab a copy of her book to understand some of the concepts so that you know what you're getting into. And then do the contact us button up there to book a consultation. I think that you're going to be pleasantly surprised and pleasantly happy to be able to have an opportunity to work with her and her team. So Beatrice, do you have any parting words before we head out for the night? I know that we'll have an opportunity to talk again. Hopefully, well, I'm hoping we'll have an opportunity to talk again because I've enjoyed this conversation. Love thought provoking from powerful women conversations. It always highlights my day. Thank you for having me on. I just want to, yeah, I just want to say that like, you know what? Once you become aware, it's almost like just take it one minute at a time, one day at a time. Um, life is not a marathon. Um, it's, it's not a it's a, it's not a sprint. It's a marathon. So you're yeah. just constantly we're constantly walking each other home. And I love that walking each other home. We're constantly walking each other home. Yeah. Well, we'll walk each other home to the porch because the porch light will always be on here on the Author's Porch. Beatrice, thank you so much for being here. Thanks everybody for watching tonight. It's been a blast. I missed everybody. I didn't know if we were gonna come back because I was enjoying my sabbatical, hanging on to my dogs. 
and just loving on them. But this was a great way to bring back with a thought-provoking conversation from a powerful woman talking about changing the narrative and bringing our education system into the new evolved world where we are moving forward. You guys have a great night, and we will talk to you next time. Bye, Beatrice. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.